Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And this is our Tube Talk episode, where we're going to, well, review some of the latest TV show episodes and talk about some upcoming new shows and episodes as well. And with me, I have Joel Cunningham. Hello. I'm Hello. Joel. Hi, Joel. <laughs> and I'm with Matt Hay. Matt Hay, yeah. exactly. I don't know why I said it that way. Nailed it. <laughs> Burgundy. Ron, what do yep. I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. So how you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing well. We didn't talk about this. It's raining outside. It is raining. Which is very rare for us here in the lovely Phoenix area. <laughs> yeah. This is like- um, Too much about the weather, but- Apocalyptic, you know? Yeah. Could be the end of all things. It's crazy. We never know. You <laughs> we know? never it know. rains one, you know, yeah. three, three days People out of the in Phoenix, when it rains, they just go crazy. Yeah. They, do, they drive like maniacs. They just <laughs> stare at the sky and go, what's going on? It's really right. crazy. Yeah. So awesome. So we're going to be talking about some really cool uh, shows and some new episodes. Um, why don't we get right into it? it yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's go ahead and start off with uh, last night's episode of The Walking Dead. Oh, it's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've been talking about this. Um, actually, I think you and I have been pretty much on the same page with where we like where the second half of season seven has been going. Yes. Um, this this episode, it's not a derailment from that. I feel like I feel like I'm I st- I'll still see where we're headed. Yeah. However, it wasn't still on the same linear path that we saw in the first two episodes. Um, actually, uh, from what I understand, it takes place. Um, before the events of the first two episodes. Yeah. It's, it's essentially what happens with Eugene after um, after Negan takes him. And if you haven't already figured it out, this is a spoiler-heavy <laughs> tube <laughs> yeah. talk episode. Yes. So we talk about spoilers. So if you don't want to hear about any of this stuff, then don't tune in until after uh, you do get a chance to check it out. But yeah. to pick up on uh, that, we get to see a little bit of what Eugene's life has been like uh, at the Savior Compound. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has actually been pretty nice. Yeah. Um, he's kind of gets to do whatever he wants. He gets all the amenities, and Negan's been pretty relaxed a, with him. He gets a jar of pickles. Right. <laughs> and he's <laughs> That pretty, was the thing that changed him. He's pretty yeah. excited about yeah. that. So I was a little, I will say that, because I want to let you, I want to let you, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> you let me finish. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let you finish. But I do want to <laughs> say this. I, I don't think I was as big a fan of this episode right. as you were. It Well, yeah. It's a, here's the thing. It's okay. weakest of the three episodes that we've had this second half. Yeah, there was actually aspects of it that kind of got me up, upset, though. Really? Yeah, okay. A frustrated. Maybe we'll talk about a that. Frusty, frustrated. Yeah. yeah, a little yeah. flustered there. A little okay. flusty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I I see where they're going with this. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't love this episode. I I do like Eugene seeing kind of his his um, seeing what he's going through, but. In the back of my mind, when The Walking Dead really focuses on one character that hasn't been focused on, that's been around for a while, yeah, it usually means bad stuff is in uh, their future. Yes, it usually uh, does. Right, so I could see Eugene dying relatively soon. Yeah. Um, but we got him. He He's he's kind of uh, in the management level, I guess, uh, yeah. at, of the Savior Compound. And we also got to see some more of Dwight. Um, yeah. And... Uh, his his wife who let Daryl out previously. Yeah. Um, There's and a really. I just got to say this. this is a really funny title to an article that was written by the AV Club. And it's, okay. It says the Walking Dead. This is the episode digs into Eugene's psyche, which is fine if you're into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I felt it's about this episode. True. Yeah. It's kind of true. Yeah. Um, I always thought interest. Uh, Eugene was kind of this interesting character. Um, but I do like that he does revert to his like same 
lies that he was yeah. telling Abraham and stuff yeah. right from the beginning. He's like, okay, let me tell this lie real quick because I know it and I've done it before, you know? Yeah, <laughs> kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, so that I, I thought it was kind of interesting. But I think the interesting part about this is you they're setting up as in these types of episodes, I don't necessarily rate it for the content because it's usually lackluster. Not a lot happens. Yeah. But I, I rate it for what I feel like they're setting it up to be. Yeah. Um, Dwight is going to redeem himself and die in some way. Yeah. I feel like because his wife kind of wrote this heart wrenching letter to him in this one. Yeah. Um, and I feel like uh, Eugene's going to die in some, some weird, weird way because yeah. he either one decides to go against his crew in Alexandria, yeah. um, like in st- stands with Negan or, um, or he turns on Negan in some way yeah. to get him, you know, after this episode, I kind of hope he like trips over a, a stick and like accidentally kills himself. I mean, that just, could happen. <laughs> that sounds really horrible, but like I really care less. I could care less about his character after this episode. And after this point, right. I think anything that had been built up, with Eugene as far as what we had seen him progress through and make it through literally just, it just slaps all that in the face or just like kind of basically curb stomps it and says like, yeah, it doesn't matter. All this crud that he's talked about overcoming and making it through, it doesn't even matter now. Right. He's going to just go back to being this kind of self-centered, you know, prickish type guy that just does whatever he wants. Yeah. And yeah, the thing is, is he might be doing like a giant psych type thing where he's like, psych, I'm actually still on the side of Alexandria. Alexandria, like that could be the case, but I didn't need an episode devoted to trying to trick me into thinking that right. if that's the case. But we did get to see um, Negan again. I know that was a question that you had. Yeah. So last one. what I would have liked to, I think what I, the sense that I get from this episode is this was really like a budgetary episode. Sure. Because it really only takes place within like a couple different spots. Right. You know, they do have uh, Dwight does go out and he goes to the house, but they don't have any big actions type sequences. They have very practical yeah. effects and stuff. Yep. They don't have a ton of walkers. They don't have a ton of like things, you know, getting killed. So I think this was an episode where it was like, well, we have to do something that we don't have a huge budget for. Right. And so let's just cover Eugene and have him basically be stuck in the city and cover what ends up happening with him. I would have been more. If on a pure story basis, I would have been much more interested to not see the change that he goes through Mm -hmm. and would have almost liked to have just seen Dwight's story mixed with what happens with, because Dwight's story is interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still kind of left wondering where he's ultimately going to go. Right. I would have liked to seen with this episode, yeah, see Eugene getting there, but then see Dwight's story and then see something that's happening with Alexandria. And then somewhere along the lines, we see Eugene but we see him after he's already made the switch. Right. And oh, then it's like, and you're like, what whoa, happened? Yeah. Whoa. He has totally changed sides. I did not see that coming. Right. But now it's like, it's very obvious and it, it didn't, it was really even silly because it's like, he's freaked out by the, the thing about him burning the guy alive and he's willing to make the pills for the girls that even though he knows that that's not a good idea, but then suddenly he's just, I'm on your side. Like, I wonder by the it, end of the episode, he's just like, I'm on your side. I'll I wonder, do whatever you want. What if they, what if they, well, here's the thing. What if he pulls a breaking bad and it's those rice and pills and he just keeps stored in a wall for yeah. like some rainy day. But yeah, he here's could. the thing. He could. Another, yeah. another point of this episode I felt like was to remind everybody after two episodes of no Negan of, Hey, yeah. Negan's a pretty terrible dude. Yeah. I could have seen him being terrible with Dwight and that yeah. would have been fine for me. Cause I don't feel like he did any effect of anything to really be terrible with the doctor. 
With yeah, with Doctor yeah, with Doctor the Eugene in the, in the fire. Pit. Oh, I think you meant Eugene. Yeah, no, so yeah, it yeah. turns out Eugene's a doctor, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. So <laughs> that was terrible. Agreed. Yeah. But I didn't need to see him like break Eugene in order right. to understand how. I think he could have done the thing with Dwight and the Doctor because that was its own story. There, what was happening with him and the Doctor and the yeah. lie and everything that was going. On. I could have kept that there, and that would have been awesome. And you could have even had Eugene at the thing. And watching it and getting freaked out by it, I just didn't care about the fact that he's having this kind of psych breakdown or change of heart. Yeah. You know? So personal opinion. Um, what would you any any other thoughts? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean that's it. I, yeah. I just I wanna I wanna get back to the the main storyline. Yeah. That's kind of my Yeah. I feels like they kind of like, okay, you did this episode. I probably understand why you had to do it budgetary wise. Just yeah. let's move on. And I and we did and you're you're absolutely right in saying like I said, you know, they need to come back to come back to Negan and come back to the story and I want to see something with them before they just jump right into fighting them. Right. I just didn't need this much. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> too much, Negan. Too yeah. much of this story. Yeah. So, yeah. awesome. Um, what, How about a scale of one to ten? What would you rate it? Ooh, six. Six, yeah. yeah. I'd probably, I'm I'm a little pissed off at it, so I'd probably give it five. Really? Yeah. You're mad at it. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. I'm upset. I shouldn't say that word, should I? I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a little upset about. I it. I understand. I think maybe I just grown uh, accustomed to the Walking Dead like formula. Yeah, because they do that. That's that's what they've been doing. But they can be so much more. I know. They, you know, at times. Yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so what what do we have next? Let's move on to Legion, um, cool. Chapter Three. Yes. Uh, so this is the third episode, and we got a chance to talk about this for the first time on the last last week's Tube Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm liking it more and more the wa- I watch it, and I think again it kind of falls into more of that um, character development. I'm starting to attach myself to the characters more, We're starting to to learn more about them, and yep. that's why that's why I'm starting to become more emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode I felt like uh, played in a very different way than the first two episodes did. Um, it was more linear. Yes. Um, so you weren't getting like this weird flashback in or what, what is happening? I didn't have that. It was very, very linear. Um, but I did think it was out of the, all the first three episodes, the, the scariest, the most creepy. For sure. I I should say. Yeah. We got a lot of the, that giant man with the red eyes. Yeah. The, the, do you mean the fat man? Yes. Yeah. We still don't know who he is. I don't know who he is, but he was in it a lot more. Which is crazy because you don't, you know a bit who that kid is. Right. Like, I mean, it might be like a, a, a something that David is kind of creating out of his like mind. Are you talking about the angriest the boy in the world? Yes. That is creepy too. That, right. that mask is right. creepy. He's super creepy, but you kind of have a basis for who you think he is. At least he's in the story. He's right. from that. But the fat man, you still, at least in my mind, they might've slipped it in different ways. I have no idea who that guy is. I wasn't sure. I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was, if it was the same thing, if they yeah. were like a different manifestation of the same thing. I was thinking that maybe it's parts of David's psyche that okay. maybe the little boy implies like the the rambunctiousness or the bad side of him that he kind of like pushes down. And then maybe the the fat man is like his gluttony yeah. and his desire for like drugs and, and those types of things. And I'm wondering if that's kind of how they're pushing it. But if that's the case, then there's only really two characters right. that really represent his psyche right now. Yeah. So I would think that they would introduce more, have more to them. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. I mean... They're, they're going into a lot of um, depth in in purposeful storytelling elements to make sure that you know that David is is like the powerful, most powerful person they've come across. Right. Um, they keep showing that in instances where... Um, what's his face again? The memory master guy. I can't remember his name. But he... Uh, oh, Scott. Yeah, so... so Dr. Where, Poole. So where he... He's the guy who goes in 
Oh wait, uh, no, 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 I'm no, sorry. No. It's uh, Jeremy Jeremy Harris is the the actor. Um, he plays. Let's see. I'm gonna look it up. Right yeah, here. do it. So, uh, Tomney Wallace. Okay, so Tomney. he he is unable to take David out of certain memories right where he's supposed to be able to and yeah. he's like stop fighting and david's like i'm not and yeah. i think i think that's where the the fat man guy comes into play yeah um there's something there that whatever that is yeah. is creating this friction to where the guy can't change memories and then um yeah the whole time where you have uh, gene's character saying um you know you can't you can't get hurt in memories and so they all get sedated together and go into his memory all together to where David doesn't have his full power. Um, and they do that because they can't control the memories. So they want to have more control of the memories. But what they find out is that they're all sedated and uh, Jean's character, she actually ends up getting hurt and like, you can't, that can't happen. She yeah. like, her hand gets like smashed in the book. She comes out of it and she's like, ah, what yeah. happened? Yeah. Your hand's fine. But yeah. Um, Which is crazy. Cause you're like, wait, did it like, did it really happen? Did it, Cause for a second you think maybe because she's yeah. like holding it. And right. You can't yeah. See it. Which was really cool. Yeah. But, um, so they're really setting it up for something cool, but I'm really yeah. liking the relationship too, between David and Sid. I really like the relationship. It's so like kiddish in a way because you yeah. can tell it's like puppy love for both of them. Right. But it's so interesting to like not allow them to like physically touch each other. It's so unique. Yeah, and it's weird so unique the way and different. Storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they want to be close, and you naturally have this like desire, that, like when you when you care about somebody like that, and you're obviously physically attracted to them, you want to be physically close to that person. Right. And they can't. And yeah. so, how do they represent that? And I'm I'm thinking that eventually they'll, you know, David will get control of his power enough of a way to like figure out how to deal with that or something, maybe. You know, he'll figure out how to like deal with it that he could right. control her power or something. Well, yeah. Know. And another thing too, they, they did, and this is kind of a side note off of just the, what I was talking about earlier with showing how powerful it is. He actually projects like himself and Sid to where his yeah. sister is being held. Yeah. And that, that was trippy, but cool. Yeah. yeah. And so like how, like he, he can do that and yeah. they're like, wow, okay, don't do it again, but right. yeah. it's cool that you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like that the things that, like you said, it's more linear, and that had a consequence because they're like, well, now they know that you're, you, they know you know about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you can't just go and do that again because they'll be ready for it. You right. know. And so I like that in the past we'd see things like that happen. It would just like, is that going to play into anything? And it did. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, now that's that's had a consequence on where the story is going. Yeah. And I think they did a great, very effective job of building up the tension of that you know, mental state that he has mm-hmm. when they go into his mind and they do look at his thoughts. Yeah. They've built up the tension that, that it felt very natural for that to be like a claustrophobic trap thing. Yeah. And the scene when they were in like the air ducts was like super oh, freaky. Oh, so creepy. Yeah, yeah, when they're like crawling through there and you're just like, oh my gosh, she's going to go to a course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was so freaky in that sense. And I really, I, I really enjoyed it. I really liked yeah. the episode. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, I, there's only... Um, I'm sure just a few episodes left, but I think there's eight. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be sad when it's over so far. I've really liked it. I've gotten it's really, the same thing as you've gotten much more invested in the characters. Right. I'm starting to like different elements and, um, wanting to see, whereas before I was just really cool and invested because it was a cool story yeah. and visually it was pretty awesome and it was interesting and unique. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, I'm actually getting invested in the characters yeah. and wanting to see where they're going, which is natural with the show. Yep. It takes a few episodes, yeah. but yeah, for it's sure. definitely getting there for me. So rate this thing, man. Wow. Um, I would say... I'd say like uh, 8.5 out of 10, close to that, like cool. 8.5 to 9 out of 10, right around Yeah, there. it was probably my favorite episode yeah. of the three so far, Yeah, um, just because I'm invested at this point. They did some character development stuff. So yeah, I would say, I'd say eight. Yeah. Yeah. Where And I will ask this, where do you think, if you had to guess, where would they go next with things? Mm, I think um, 
there's eight episodes yeah. in this first season. Yeah. So I think that um, I think they're gonna end it. Um, well, he's developing his powers. So gosh, that's a great question. It's really hard because I feel like there's a lot of different ways, and I don't really know anything about this mm-hmm. character or any of the characters yeah, either. Um, yeah. from this property. So um, I think if anything. Um, they're gonna save. They're gonna save the revelation about what the the fat man is and like his childhood past for the very end mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. Um, I think they'll rescue his sister. Um, maybe in the penultimate, uh, in the episode before the last episode, and yeah. then the last episode they'll spend, you know, conquering his his demons or whatever they are, <laughs> and um, they'll conquer that and then set it up for whatever's happening next. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think he's gonna have to break free of the clinic at some point soon. Yeah. I think he's going to have to leave there. Otherwise it might get a little stagnant because we've had kind of two episodes now that have been devoted to him, like mentally developing him. It's kind of like the, the Xavier school of the gifted. That's kind of the vibes I got too. Yeah. And it, it definitely feels like though, like we need to get, you can only spend so much time with him trying to fix himself before it's just like, okay, you're not going to do it or you are going to do it. So I'm hoping this next episode, they kind of break out from the school a little bit more. Yeah. And maybe go into even if they take a field trip or something like that, you know, like he has yeah. to go run some errand or something like that. Um, I, 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 that's what I'd like to see. Right. Oh, cool. That's good to hear. So, um, for our our next show, um, I've been keeping up on Twenty Four Legacy. In fact, there's actually an episode airing tonight, and I've I've been watching it. Um, right now, it's I've been watching it sheer out of sheer like nostalgia reasons, just because I love the original series. I've already talked about it at length, um, kind of my thoughts on the show so far, and it hasn't changed even with the last episode from mm. this last week. That's unfortunate. Um, it's still very predictable. Um, characters are doing things that I don't feel like are smart moves. Like, for example, Eric, the main character, he's got to get like a sensitive document. In the first two episodes, he's got to get this USB drive um, uh, from the, from this guy. And instead of meeting up with him to, and bringing $2 million or like pretending to bring $2 million with him to buy this USB drive. Yeah. He actually goes and breaks into a police station to steal $2 million <laughs> to do it. And that's like a whole episode of him, like trying to figure out this, to navigate, to get arrested and to mm-hmm. get into the thing. I'm like, why not just show up with a duffel bag and then take the dude out? You know, like yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. you have a thing for, for him cause they served together in the military. But, um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't feel like I hate saying this, but I don't feel like Jack Bauer would have done that. Yeah. Um, they set it up in this most recent episode to, um, he's going to do this thing. They stole secure information off this server, which is very, very like high classified stuff, like mm. military stuff. And they're yeah. going to go, they got it on this, on this drive to go give to this other guy in, in this upcoming episode uh, to get, you know, more information where why don't you just kind of fib it to, yeah. you know, to do what you want to do. Um, I, I get what they're doing, but it just seems like so much of the same stuff. Nothing new. I'm not really on board with any of the characters a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah, I like I like Eric. That's about it yeah. um, so far. Um, but I think at this point, and I've said this before, I need to wait until I've seen a good chunk of the season before I can gotcha. talk about anymore. Because right now it's just kind of repetitive. Um, so and, I might just take it off the schedule. Yeah, I'll take it off the review schedule yep. until some either something happens or the season's done to where I can review it. Yeah, pick it up. Whole, right. Pick it up a couple, yeah. couple episodes later. But uh, yeah, so that's that's really all I got to say about uh, 24 Legacy. In terms of uh, shows that we've both seen, um, yes. 
uh, I want to go into the Flash. Yes. Yes, because mm-hmm. I I like the Flash. It's it's our fun bit of TV <laughs> in a world where it's kind of your turn off your brain right. TV. Yeah. In a, in a world of very dark and gloomy and violent and crazy <laughs> and just outlandish TV that we get in. I mean, as we talked about Legion and in Walking Dead, even. Yeah. Um, this is this is a lot more fun, and I think I need a little bit of this in my life. It's always Absolutely. good. To, it's, it's always good to have that lightheartedness, yeah. and and there are stakes. Don't get me wrong; the Flash can get deep. It can get emotional, which is great. Um, Barry Allen suffers. Yeah, a bit. yeah. yeah. He goes to the and it's stuff. and it's good acting for the most part, you yeah. know. And um, but I guess we're talking eh, about this. Eh. I'm just <laughs> get out of here. Um, yeah. But I know I already talked to you about this, and I think I think this is still holding true. And I talked about it last time, and even this most recent episode. Yeah. Um. My well, my, this is the, I my term for this episode. But you you've heard this is the the episode. The episode exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, set in Gorilla City. Yes, it's set in Gr- Gorilla City on yes. Earth Two. Yes. Um. But uh, your monkeys. Right. The dirty it's, apes. This is really the planet of the apes, and, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of how that's working out. Yeah. But um, I will say this: Tom Cavanaugh is my favorite right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. HR yeah. is just he's just he doesn't bring a lot to the team other than just levity, some general vision ideas, doesn't know how to practically do anything. He's not really a scientist, but he's, I just like his presence. Yeah. Um, It's kind of a bummer because Cisco was that guy for me previously, but he's not really anymore. Ever since Flashpoint, he's kind of dropped off the map for me. I know it's been different for you. Yeah. I I mean, I was never a huge Cisco fan. I liked him as kind of like a comedic side character at times. And I think, you know, he added a little bit. There was definitely a lot of times I'm like, okay, Cisco, like, well, I was much more invested in just kind of the overall story of Barry and, you know, what he's going to do. I honestly could care less about him and Iris. I wasn't super invested in their relationship. I want to see her be successful in her own right, but I just didn't want to see her together with, you know, with the Flash. We've but, talked about you know, that, that too a little bit. Did, yeah. I, I wanted to see him be with Patty. Right. <laughs> I want to see him be with Caitlin. Right, I thought right, that, right. you know, I thought that she would be better with them. But I feel like this episode was one thing that was really positive about it was the visuals, the style, the the actual cinematography, not cinematography, but well, yeah, even the cinematography, but like the special effects. A lot of the shots were pretty decent. And we've we've had issues with this, especially with like the animation of an entire character at times on the show can right. look really fake and right. really rubbery. <laughs> and so there was definitely a couple shots in this, especially with the ape at times, or the grill, I should say, um, with Grodd, that he looked pretty real and he looked pretty awesome. <laughs> the funny thing was is that, you know, he's got this guy that he's kind of working for and he's like, you know, he's serving that's on the planet with them. Yeah. And they looked almost exactly the same to me. I had a really hard time telling them apart, which I guess that's normal. One was more gray, was. I felt Yeah, like. one was a little more, he looked a little more haggard. Yeah. Um, and so it, I was, overall, I thought the episode was interesting. I was a bit, I, I, I was a bit frustrated by the circumstances that kind of led to it and the circumstances that got them out of it, I think more than the middle part. Right. The middle part I liked, and I thought there was interesting stakes that, you know, because the episode is basically that Grodd is, you know, captured Wells from Earth 2, and he wants to use him for something, and so they go to find him to spoil stuff, but, yeah. you know, they basically use him as bait for then Barry to come, and so he's going to use Barry, when he's going to get Barry there so he can go back to Earth 1, and kind of, you know, Grodd yeah. is going to take over Earth One, right? Trying, well, he's going to try and use Cisco to, right. to open up he's portal, use Cisco, right? Yeah. And he sets up this story where he's like, "No, I just want to be in charge, and then you can go." And and so it's like it's it's got some layers there, and it's interesting. And I think that story is great. But I thought the the intro of it was really stupid. I thought it was really stupid that like 
they like they they gloss over the fact that like wells just goes out into the he like knowing that this ape has mind control powers right that he's just gonna go out in the middle right, of the, right. the forest the girl city and then just everybody dies that he's maybe, with maybe we'll, we'll hear more when he wakes up because i think he's in a coma or something at the end of the or he's like he's like Reju- like recovering yeah, he's like or recovering a little bit but like that was like super frustrating to me because he's like the ape sends him a message and he's like oh, I have to go look at what this message is and it's like <laughs> you know this is a bad monkey like you know this gorilla is a bad dude why would you go out there so I thought that was a bit silly and then obviously they know it's like a like a setup and they still go out there and they get caught and then the way that they kind of wrap it up which again I'm gonna spoil this but the fact that he plays dead yeah. with a gorilla that can read his mind that doesn't make sense to me. How do you turn off your brain function? Well, like, I think maybe you it's could, frozen enough. Yeah, but like if your brain's not working, your heart's not working, you're dead. Like you're like legitimately dead. And if you're a monkey, you're like a gorilla that can literally throw your thoughts into people and control them. It's like all he would have to do is like throw his thoughts or his mind control powers into Barry right. and see if he responded instead of doing what he did, which is like check his pulse. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? I was like, so, I'm like, come on. So the optimist really? in me will find a, a logical justification for stuff yeah. like that where I'm like, okay, see, he was optimist. frozen where he was kind of, I think to legitimately kind of dead because yeah. you know I mean? When he came to, he was like, <gasps> you know, like yeah. he hadn't been breathing for a long time. It's you just, know? it's the whole setup. It's like, why would it, and then why, why would, of course, why would he take him out of his cage? Like right. fine, he's dead. Leave him in the cage. I, why would you do that? You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. the whole situation and the whole idea, like one of us has to die and they never explained. I don't know if they ever effectively explained the reason that they couldn't use their powers in the cage. I yeah, no, they was, didn't. Yeah, it's it didn't. like there's so, some sort of power dampening yeah, device so or something. Yeah, just a lot of stuff that I'm like, yeah, and I'm really just I'm wanting to see some closure. I, I'm glad that they got away from some of the flashpoint stuff. That's been a little grating. And I hope they keep going go. further and further away from it. Honestly, it's been my least favorite thing of the whole series. Yeah, they're gonna deal with it. You know what I mean? I, and we and we talked about the in the side story that they had with Kid Flash. You yeah. know, and um, and Will's Jessie. daughter Jesse. Yeah. She's obviously just they're gonna like go and probably go to Earth two at some point. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we talked about that too. I kind of feel like this show's crowded with speedsters, and yeah, I think I think that would be a appropriate send off. Maybe at the end of the season, they defeat Savitar, and yeah. then um, they go over to Earth two, and that way Barry is like the sole speedster, fastest yeah. you know guy alive, like legit fastest guy alive, where Wally's not like there. Although I appreciate him and for what he's doing, but I want the show to be the Flash, you know, yeah. like not like the Flash and Wally, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm still I'm sick of Julian. I you know I, I kind of like Julian. Like him. Yeah. yeah, I like him as an actor. I think yeah. he's actually one of he's a great actor in the show. Yeah. I just don't like his character. He's, he's such a. It's like so obvious where they're going with it that right. they're setting him up to like be with Caitlin, and it's like you know he's this guy that's like really bad, but he's actually really good, but he's really bad. It's just the same thing as Kate Caitlin's yeah. character, and it's. It's just it's sim- it's too it's too like on the nose for yeah. me. I hated yeah. him at first, but I, I yeah. like his turn. He's a very charming actor, and I think he's a great actor because yeah. he because uh, I I grew up with him as Draco Malfoy, you right. know. Yeah. And so it's, <laughs> it's, it's part of the it's, problem, it's, maybe it's, too. It's, yeah, I keep feeling like, oh, well, I go down. I like that he's not doing that. You yeah. know, it's um. But anyway, yeah. um, I will say this about this. Just kind of my last thought on this this episode is that this is a great example of the highs and lows of television effects. Yeah. Um, it had some some of the best that I've seen on the show mm. and CW yeah. just in general as far as the the computer generated but it had some of the worst too. Yeah. Uh, there is after um Barry defeats the the gray gorilla. I don't remember who he is. It does this like 360 pan around him where it's 
so apparent he's on a green screen <laughs> yeah, yeah. with like a, a fan blowing in uh, dust Solovar. and stuff like that. <laughs> Solovar. Solovar. Like, he's like yellowish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shape, yeah. So um, <laughs> it was like really, really bad green screen. And then they do one shot that's all CG of of like Monkey Kingdom. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, <laughs> that looks really bad. You know, made yeah. for TV for sure. Yeah. But but they did have some really, really fantastic CG just for television. Yeah. Too. I didn't like, and I don't like the fact that Barry seems to always lose fights because he forgets his powers. Where Cisco's reminding him what to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really stupid. I'm like, dude, you've been doing this for how long? You know you can shoot lightning. You know you can do, make vortexes. You know you can do the super punch. You know you can phase through yeah. things. And he's still like, it. there's so many times where he gets, somebody gets a drop on him. Yeah. And I'm like, you've spent like uh, so many episodes showing how time is so slow for him and it can be so boring because time is so slow. Yeah. And yet a person moving at normal speed still somehow manages to get the drop and on him. And he sees him coming like, yeah. Oop. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's like, are you choosing to go slow-mo? I, yeah. yeah so. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, rate the episode. I give it a six. Yeah. I'd say probably around a six, maybe five, 5.5. Okay. At 10. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's it for Flash. Uh, quick recap on Arrow. I know you didn't. You're not caught up on this, mm-hmm. um, but I did like this episode a lot better than the last episode. That was all about gun control. Yeah. Uh, this one is um, something that I really, really, I really liked it mainly because it has uh, Quentin in it a lot, um, who's our detective friend. I like him just as an actor. I think he brings a a, a level of uh, there's a word again gravitas to the show. <laughs> Um, Gravitas, right? But I, I think he's really good. Um, namely, I also really like uh, Dinah, mm-hmm. uh, who is the new Black Canary, um, and the actress who plays her is just so good. I feel like the people who have come before her just weren't that good. Mm-hmm. So um, I do really like her. In addition to that, um, it, it's really uh, a story about Oliver's sister Thea, um, and kind of kind of blowing up Susan, the reporter that's dating Oliver at the time. So gotcha. that whole part, I didn't, I didn't necessarily care for, but they did set it up for kind of like a doozy at the end. They left it on a cliffhanger where, um, they show that, uh, Oliver and his administration as mayor yeah. are covering up the murder of this detective, um, and how it got out there. So somehow it's leaked and Prometheus has done this somehow. Um, and Prometheus is a big bad, just in case you didn't know, but, um, yeah, it's interesting. I like I like this one a lot better where it's headed. Again, I always like in t- television. I like to see where it's going, mm-hmm. and I like to rate it off that a lot of times more so than the content of it. But I do like where it's headed. Um, and yeah, if I had to rate this thing, I would give it uh, probably seven. Nice. I enjoyed it. But um, well, it's yeah. good that one of your shows kind of is doing good things there. Yeah. Yeah, man. <clears throat> um, so we have a couple of of new shows. You had a chance to start kind of start watching, right? Yeah, and I want to talk. Um, just. Not about these too much because yeah. I'm just getting started on them. Skim them a little. Skim them a little yeah. and kind of maybe revisit after I've had a chance to kind of fully look at them. I know you're looking at a couple yeah. shows too and uh, Sneaky Pete there. Sneaky Pete. Yeah, get a bit of a sneaky peek at some point on the <laughs> Sneaky Pete. Um, so the two shows that I've been watching right now that I picked up on um, is the OA. Cool. And then also the People vs. O.J. Simpson. Cool, cool, cool. American Crime Story. Um, so the I'll start with O.J., the People versus O.J. Simpson. This is, it's a sort of a reenactment of the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman that leads to the, uh, lead to the basically OJ Simpson trials yeah. and all the stuff that happened with that. And this was something that when I was a kid, I remember watching, like I remember seeing the whole chase on the, you know, the freeway. slow motion freeway yeah. chase that was going on. And 
And so there's elements of the story, and I remember the trials and the glove and da-da-da and all the people. So there's elements of it that are cool in that sense, that it's like, oh, well, I remember that from my childhood. There's also part of me as well that feels kind of weird about watching something that is about potentially a person that murdered some people that's like still alive right, right, and kind of right. like out and about in the like world. This is real. Yeah. It's like one of those things where, you know, if a tragedy happens, how long do you wait until after the tragedy is over right, to talk right. about it? And it just feels like maybe it's a little too new. And I know that there was also a documentary, which actually just won an Oscar yeah. um, about sort of the OJ verdict and all the OJ Simpson stuff, which I haven't seen. And so there's just like this weird, like resurgence of, and this might be based on that or something, but I know that the American crime story, show is like this ongoing anthology i think of different types of things like this different american types of crimes american crimes <laughs> yeah, so maybe the first season you know they're going to be dealing with um this series of events the oj simpson trials so here's things that i here's things that i really liked about the show one's well shot it's pretty decently well shot it's well cool. edited and um i think they do a good job paying homage to the characters okay. and treating them in a realistic fashion it doesn't feel like anybody's like being portrayed in like this is like not at all the way they were i i haven't done a ton of research on all the people but it seems like yeah that's probably who they were and that's probably you know the kind of person that they are the other thing that i like about it is everybody in the story has kind of their own agenda and that can be bad yeah but it can also be very interesting because you're seeing sort of how the competing agendas creates friction creates drama to see which one's going to win out, whose right. agenda is going to reign supreme and and sort of rise above all the rest. Right. And so, you know, you've got OJ and his group of attorneys that are kind of fighting for him. And then, you know, you've got David Schwimmer who's playing Robert Kardashian and he's, you know, his best friend and he wants to see him, you know, do okay and be all right. Um, you've got Cuba Gooding who's playing OJ Simpson and he's like, I want, I want to get off. You've yeah. got John Travolta who is his attorney playing, you know, Robert Shapiro. Um, you've also got um, the female actress, the main female actress which is Sarah Paulson playing Marsha Clark, who's playing one of the main sort of, um, she's basically prosecuting. She's like the main prosecutor yeah. that's going after him. And she's got this whole agenda of, you know, spousal abuse and wanting to get him for the spousal abuse that was apparently part of his relationship with Nicole Simpson in the past. And so you, you've just got a lot of really interesting things and a lot of interesting angles that are kind of being played there. Um, you've got Johnny Cochran as well. who's kind of playing this whole race angle of, you know, he's a black man and they're treating right. him this way because he's black. And, and so it's just really interesting to see how that's all coming together. Yeah. I know how it ends. That's the funny thing. <laughs> but I'm still compelled to like, hey, I want to see where this goes for people and how they treat it and how it act, how they act. That's a stuff. mark of a good, right. good storytelling. Yeah. Is if you're intrigued to watch how it plays out, even though you know how it ends. Yeah. So the one, the, so a couple negatives, I would say, a couple of the characters are caricatures almost okay. yeah. you know John Travolta's character really it looks like John Travolta being Robert <laughs> Shapiro and okay. it, it's not that he's acting badly it's just yeah you can just see his mannerisms and yeah and he's like this is a, da, 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 you know and you're just like okay yeah that's John Travolta being Robert Shapiro and it's uh, you know David Schwimmer as much as I loved him in Friends again he he plays a weird character here with the Kardashian and that's actually pretty funny because it's the Kardashian clan and so yeah. you've got all of his kids who are like the young version of the Kardashians and they're like, we're the Kardashians, we're the Kardashians, you know what I mean? So it's like uh, the calm before the storm yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. with a lot of them. And, um, but, you know, he plays a bit of a character as well. And Cuba Gooding feels like he's, I don't know how to say this. Um, he feels like he's trying to get there, but he doesn't remind me of an OJ Simpson. 
he's a he's a small guy you know he's pretty small he's got kind of like this nervous mannerism to himself and he kind of like gets really heated and oh my gosh i get it you know and they keep saying like he's the juice he's the juice and you're not acting like the juice and it's like i'm not seeing this i don't picture him as like a guy that would have gone and played professional football somewhere right you know what i mean and that's like oj he's this guy that was a professional athlete yeah and did very successful things with it he was a movie star you know, Cuba Gooding's this kind of nervous, twitchy, overreacting kind of character. So I don't feel like he's great in that role either. Um, but I do feel the acting is good. I feel like it's realistic. Um, I feel like it can be a bit heavy handed at times sure. with some of the co- social commentary and stuff and some of the motivations that some of the people have. It's like kind of saying like it tries to give, I feel like, equal air to all the different perspectives. But there is one element that's playing really big as well at times, which and it is a big part of the trial, mm-hmm. but they're really blowing up the whole racial element and, you know, police brutality and stuff at yeah. times. It is a big part of the story. So I'm not okay. saying that they shouldn't do that. I'm yeah, just saying yeah, yeah. it feels like at times they're kind of giving more time to different aspects than it needs to be. And right. they're, and it pulls you away from the characters. Yeah. Um, I so overall, I'm still happy with the show. I'm still enjoying it cool. and I'm liking it. I'm about um, four episodes in right now. Okay. And I, I will finish it, you know, hopefully within the next few days and then can maybe give you like a final synopsis. Yeah, cool. Um, where things stand right now for me, I'm putting it at a, like a seven and a half out of 10. Okay. So. And uh, real quick, just to interject before we get to the OA. Yeah. Um, and you did, I will give a sneak preview. I am watching Sneaky Pete. I don't want to <laughs> talk Pete. about it until I finish the first season, which yeah. I'll, I'll be done by the, our next uh, episode of Tube Talk. Yes. But it is, uh, let me just say, it's it's really good so far. Cool. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. But yeah, what's the other show that you've started watching? Yeah, and this one I'm going to talk even briefer about because I've only watched one episode. All right. Yeah, but we're talking about the OA. And I started watching this one on the, basically a lot of people suggested it. Yeah. And so I started watching it to check it out and see what it was kind of Well, you know about. how it's being marketed, right? No. They're saying it's like, this is the next Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> eh, maybe. Uh, the thing about Stranger Things is it was it was like family-friendly like suspense, yeah. drama, action. Mm-hmm. This is not, in my opinion, family-friendly suspense. Okay. It's, I mean, it's got, you know, teens having sex. It's got, you know people jumping off bridges it's got oh, wow. okay, you know so it's deep. a lady getting attacked with you know suicidal tendencies and yeah you know so it's like it, it, there was deeper moments in strange things don't get me wrong people get die people get eaten yeah. you know what i mean but it's still like it's about a group of kids yeah and so you're experiencing it through kids eyes yeah, and yeah, their yeah, experiences yeah. and so there's just certain levels of like thematic where they're gonna go yeah, that yeah. it doesn't go but with this show it's very much like um the first episode they talk about this basically group of kids that die you oh, know gosh, what i mean yeah. one of the parts of the stories is like this group of kids that die but it is interesting and i could see that i could see some of the comparisons there because it does have a bit of a sci-fi okay. element i think it lends itself almost more to like sci-fi fantasy it kind of goes beyond just like a science fiction and into the realm of dealing with like a story you know like a fantasy story of who this person is and why they exist who the oa is um, the main actor, Britt Marling, I think she's doing a great job with it. Cool. She's really selling it as this girl that's kind of comes back after being missing for so many years and kind of has this new mindset and this new world and she's reinvestigating things and she's figuring things out. The weird thing about it is I don't really know what world it's set in. Okay. I know that sounds strange, but the world feels very empty. It feels like there's only like this group of people that are a part of it and right. they might be doing that on purpose. So it creates the sense of it being not in like our modern world. And the way that people act is almost so intense, like over the top 
that it's like it feels surreal it feels like oh, it's weird. this creating this fake reality so maybe you know we, I mean? that'll be expanded upon maybe more episodes yeah i mean there's a, so the the main actors is um you have you have brit marling but you have jason isaacs and you have scott wilson and you have uh phyllis smith who was from the office you have alicia Crige, um and scott wilson was in the walking dead and you know alice and scott they're well Al, abel and nancy are the, the mom and the dad and they in the story sure and so they're reinvited like they're reconnected with her after this period of time where she's been gone for so long and they're kind of like getting to know their relationship again and it makes her an interesting drama there and you're getting little inklings of kind of what she was going through for those seven years and it sounds very violent yeah and they're trying to like slowly get her immersed into things and they're trying to protect her from doing these things that are obviously potentially going to be very harmful to her right and so there's like a scene i don't want to spoil too much but there's like a scene where she goes to try and she's trying to get some internet and so she goes and she meets with this guy to get the, you know, Jason Isaacs character who's kind of like this druggy type bad boy and to try and get the internet from him, like to yeah, get yeah. connected. <laughs> and it's just weird that the way they approach it, like I need to get the internet from you. Like the internet's not something that's just, yeah, 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 yeah. You can just go to Starbucks, <laughs> you know what I mean? And access or something. Yeah. And so she's like interacting with him and he like sticks a dog on her Ooh. and she just like, She's like struggling with a dog and she's like getting all injured and hurt and like, ow, it's biting me and blah, 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 blah. And then the dog just stops and then it like starts licking her. And it's like, she's getting like bit by the yeah. dog, but she doesn't have any scars. She doesn't have any injuries, but it, you know, it's just totally fine. And so there's things like that that are kind of like, maybe they'll explain it later, but also sometimes it's a little bit like me. Yeah, maybe the supernatural element. Yeah. Something. So, and it ends. And that's the big thing about the episode is it does end in a pretty crazy way. Oh, okay. You know, and it gets into this very weird, almost like metaphysical type world environment of like reincarnation and all this other stuff. And oh, so, wow. yeah, it okay. gets really crazy and deep and, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big, I don't have a ton of knowledge in that area. Right, right, it right. seems like it might be based on some sort of, you know, like religions or something like that. Yeah. If, but I don't know. So it was enough to get me interested. I think I'm working on finishing OJ first and then I'm going to cool. yeah. hop into the OA. Rate so, it, dude. Right now, on a one episode rating, I would give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. I'll probably end up uh, checking it out at, at some point in the future. Just I want to finish Nikki P first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's it. Uh, and that is our the end of our uh, Tube Talk episode. Um, so... Uh, again, if you have any thoughts, questions, or mm-hmm. comments, anything like that, shoot us an email, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Find us on facebook.com slash realreviewmedia or on Instagram, Twitter, uh, on our on our website at realreviewmedia.com. Again, that's real spe- spelled R-E-E-L. Mm-hmm. Sign up for our newsletter. Find us on all the social medias. Yeah. And you all can the just inter- go to Google and type in good stuff and inter- we pop up. Exactly. Interwebs. <laughs> no, we paid a lot of money to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> just no, kidding. Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to add, Joel? Nah, I think that's I think that's it. Awesome. Well, hey guys, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>